Hi there, I'm Stan Baker, one of the hosts of Circle Forum, along with Shelley Steele and Steve Young. And in this episode, we discuss questions that have come up in our work with schools on attendance and restorative practices. Today's question has to do with data. You say data, I say data, and it's attendance data to be specific. Now, as I listen to this conversation again, I'm really struck by how many schools still struggle with getting this data to their staff and to the community. And I think learning and understanding more about attendance data is really important because it can help you address the reasons behind the student absence from school. If you're currently struggling with student attendance data, then this episode is for you because it can help you with some simple things that you can do. For example, addressing student attendance concerns starts with knowing who's who. Secondly, get the data weekly to staff and community. Thirdly, use the data to discover the reasons for absenteeism so that these reasons can be addressed. At the end of this episode, be sure to visit our website, www.restorative.ca, where you can get free restorative resources. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Now, Steve has a cold this week and a poor internet connection, so he might sound a bit different, but it's still Steve. So let's get to this discussion with Shelly, Steve, and me, Stan. Attendance and data, it's a complicated issue. And we're, we've been talking to a lot of schools that just don't seem to have a handle on attendance data, where to find it, what to do with it. What are some things we can do with attendance data? Apart from finding the data, and you're right, some schools have a difficult time finding the data they want. They can, generally we can get an overview of which kids have been away in how many days, but that doesn't tell us a really big picture of that child. It gives us an overall picture of a class or a school. And so where do people find the data they actually want, which is what are the reasons for that attendance? What are the reasons for those absences? And then of course, the next question, what do we do about all that? But it's how do you dig down in the data to get to the real story? And because until you really understand why a child is away habitually, you really can't come up with solutions or approaches to deal with that. I agree. You've got to figure out before you even ask for the data, you need to figure out what exactly you're looking for. So in a high school that I worked in, we ran it once a week. We wanted to know any students that missed three or more classes that week. So you can set your parameters, but you're very clear on what your parameters are to start. Then you get some data and then you start to filter it through. Okay. I know he was off three classes this week or more because he broke his leg. So then you can start to discard some pieces there, but you need to be clear on what you're asking for from the data. Cause yeah, we can run school-wide board-wide data on attendance, but that may not give us even a starting place. I think it helps to first just ask the question about, are you interested in looking at attendance data? Because it is such a big problem that you may not want to face how big a problem it is. And so it, it feels and this may not be the case, but it feels like I'm just not going to deal with attendance data because it's such a big problem. There's so many kids that are absent. Besides, I'm dealing with the kids that are here, and that's already a, enough of a concern. How can I be concerned with kids that aren't here? And so I love the idea then of, first of all, asking the question, getting it weekly. There, There's already a big start. And what you said, Shelley, setting the parameters. What else can we do with the data? 
I always looked at attendance as a principal, looking at attendance and dealing with attendance and habitual absenteeism as a very similar to EQAO. To improve an EQAO, I was in a lot of schools where EQAO was a struggle for us. It was a long process and you'd look at, and teachers would be the moralist and we're never going to be a top school. We're never going to get 90% of kids at level three or four. So why even try? And attendance is very simple. We're never going to get all these kids coming as long as they need to be, because we know there are so many reasons that are beyond our control that are feeding into it. So then we would, you know, I thought after a while I realized we're not going to fix the problem for every kid all the time, but what are the ones that we can deal with? And what are the steps that we can make? We're not going to get perfection, but can we make some improvements? And those improvements might be just as valuable as kids getting over that threshold, the level three or four A2AO. And I told the story of the school is that we're at 40% of our students at level one on EQAO scores. And our challenge was to get those kids to level two. We knew we were going to get a huge ton of kids at level three and four. We thought that we didn't work on that. And so we, by the end of the year, our level three, four scores weren't that much higher, but we got all those kids on level one into level two. And look at the change that we'd made for them. Look at the change they made for themselves. And so it's the same with the tenants data. How many kids, let's look at where they are. And if we can get them through a further bet, then that's a success. Let's celebrate that success. I think you're right. Again, once you have your general data and now you start to narrow it down, then it becomes very individualized, doesn't it? Now you can do school-wide are encouraging good attendance and what it does as a community and all those pieces. But when we're talking to chronic about chronic absenteeism, it becomes a very personalized program, if you will, what needs to be and how it needs to be approached. And I think it's important in all of this to designate someone on your staff, if you're a principal or vice principal, to be the point person on the data. If you're not a numbers person, find somebody on your staff who is a numbers person. And here's the other thing that happens. We're always measuring academics. Certainly in Ontario, the connection between attendance and academic performance has been illustrated time and time again, that students who don't attend regularly are scoring 15 to 20% lower than students who are attending. Now, it sounds like common sense. So there's something in it for you in terms of improving academics at your school by having students be at school a lot more as well. Anything when you start to dig down, we're gonna sometimes the solution will come out of what you find. And by that sometimes it's just a simple transportation issue for some children. Oh, the solution is there. We need to figure out some transportation. Maybe this child at the end of the bus run there and they're getting forgotten. So when you really dig down and start asking then you have to actually talk to kids and look at each individual and find out what is it. And there's your solution. So it's still working with the data, but digging deeper with it. And I think transportation was a big issue for a number of school boards as well. The other thing is that, and we're as schools to use data this way, but we need to share the data about attendance with our community agencies to let them know how serious this problem is and to let them know that in spite of the fact they think that attendance is a school issue, it's actually a community issue. And so use the data to inform the community. Now that takes a, a bit of doing, it takes some courage 
to actually share that kind of thing because it's something that we're not doing so well in. And as we got from one of our groups we work with, how do I share that with my school council? And those are the people who tend to have the ear of the rest of the community. And if we can convince them that attendance data and attendance is important, then how does that filter out the rest of the community? And maybe you're preaching to the converted. Maybe their kids are at school all the time and they don't feel it's an issue. Or parents say, I'm only responsible for my older kids. I get my older kids there. But if they see it as the community issue, then maybe they will start to become your allies or your partners in this quest to, to improve attendance overall. Share it with your school accounts. Talk about them. They're your first line in the community. Right. How do you get people talking about it? Yeah, talking about attendance. And we know we can come up with lists of shifts in behavior of communities and of human beings based on education and getting to talking about an issue. Students who aren't attending school regularly can easily be overlooked because they're not there. They're not at school, and schools are already busy places with the students who are there. And no one likes to share the data that doesn't look good about students who aren't at school. And guess what? Our student attendance data often doesn't look very good at all. Schools themselves will benefit from sharing the data about what's happening with student attendance with their staff and with communities so that communities and staff can participate in addressing the reasons for missing school. Find out more about our work at www.restorative.ca. Send me an email if you have some questions to stan at restorative.ca. And let's start with the attendance data and share it with our staff and the community. As I heard from a kindergarten student recently, sharing is caring. <laughs>